0: Hello and welcome to the Journalism.co.uk podcast, the show where we talk to media experts about how journalists can do their jobs better. I'm your host, Jacob Granger. In our last episode, we explored some of the key themes around leadership from the Must Attend International Journalism Festival in Perugia earlier this month. We talked about the environment for leadership, the media industry is in a period of uncertainty and volatility, where one of the main challenges for the leader is balancing the pressing need for continual digital transformation against a stressed out and burnt out workforce. That environment is creating a perfect storm. Rethinking or recalibrating leadership could be the key to long-term survival in this new age of relentless change. That's why in this episode, we'll be looking at some of the insights speakers in Perugia had into the type of people and skills needed to navigate this change. Empathy humility, and the ability to make tough calls. Unfortunately, those doing the heavy lifting when it comes to newsroom leadership often did not sign up to the task. As a result, they're either reluctant, ill-equipped, or not motivated to face these challenges. During the pandemic as well, we've become more switched on to toxic workplace behaviour, something the media industry has long wrestled with. Is now the time we finally take action and start to mould dedicated and effective leaders as opposed to people automatically promoted up into these roles? That's what we'll find out today. Don't go anywhere. The modern newsroom leader needs to have a variety of unfamiliar skills in their toolkit. The ability to create a vision that others will buy into, a natural way with networking, and an understanding of the importance to replicate old processes while innovating new ones. It's a tall list and an ongoing process of learning and evolution for leaders, however long they've been in the job. Before even tackling such a set of demands, you also need to identify what it is that you need in your newsroom to make it a learning organisation, and that's according to Lucy Kuhn, who's a renowned author, consultant, researcher, and strategic expert on the subject of digital leadership and newsroom culture.
1: you. Stillapa- and what we're is to 20, 20, 20, 20 but we she saw it, she kind of they uh, and she was to a to the um, uh, but, uh, I'm to, uh, I am going to then we the district I I going to to The 20th, but ladies not to not to not to be a
0: It's not just what skills managers have, but who our managers are which is important. The media industry has a long habit of giving people leadership roles automatically. They're typically people who have drifted into the job after years of proving their mettle on the news desk. But now they've found themselves with responsibilities they never asked for, which we just heard about. Performance reviews, coaching, mentoring, managing staff burnout, alongside, and on top of, their busy day jobs. That also doesn't mean they're actually fit to be leaders. Good leadership doesn't happen by accident. The point here is that you need to get the right people in the building to generate and advance ideas. Train your people up, and get rid of those who stand in the way of progress. We go next to Francois Nell, who wears many hats as an expert on innovation and entrepreneurship in the media industry, one of which is as the editor of the World Press Trends for Wanifra and its Outlook report. He explains how those at the top are vital in creating this sort of learning environment. He says that CEOs need to be learners-in-chiefs, but their priority right now should be hiring diversity.
1: Thank you. So that is um, you not know, going um, um, to not I'm that. in
0: an investment. Well, and it's like, you know, it's like, that's enough that we're getting on this, but there's these discussions. to these sorts of Hi there, just pressing pause quickly to give you a quick message and then we'll be right back to the episode. I wanted to let you know that we're excited to be returning to physical venues with the return of our next digital journalism conference, Rewired, and we'd love to see you there. Join us on the 24th of May at News UK's stunning 17th floor building in London to hear industry expert panels and workshops, and more importantly to network with your peers. To grab your ticket, head over to newswired.com. When there isn't enough diversity, newsroom cultures can become toxic. Toxic leadership can take many forms, from the very visible things like getting irritated by people going to the doctors or throwing things around, to the more passive aggressive stuff like harsh emails and messages. This behaviour is often demonstrated by what Shazna Nessa, the chief visuals editor of the Wall Street Journal, describes as brilliant jerks, geniuses that people tolerate because they're good at their jobs, but the wider picture is that it compromises individual productivity and overall team morale. For many newsroom leaders, productivity and team morale are not an added bonus, but part of the job, be that to bring in revenue, commission stories, or come up with a strategy. It's been the case in days gone by when the loudest become the leaders and bark down orders from the top, meaning people fall up the ladder, becoming leaders, before knowing what good leadership actually entails. This sort of traditional view of leadership can leave the rest of the team feeling drained, becoming depressed, feeling unappreciated, or even leaving the profession altogether. And that should be setting off alarm bells. Instead, spot the red flags and the brilliant jerks among your staff. If it is within your power, dealing with these people is a tangible action and commitment that you can take away from this episode. Or maybe you just need to identify these people and report it up to the senior staff to deal with. Here's Shazna on that point. You've got to give them an opportunity to change. You've got to tell them. You've got to be confrontational. I think everybody needs the opportunity to change if they want to. Sometimes people don't know they're doing it. Sometimes people don't know they're doing it. So tough conversations. And what's more important, the individual or the team? As a a leader, you have to make those decisions. And when things do go wrong, empathy on all sides can go a long way. In a time of continual cuts, newsroom leaders often try to do too much with too little and feel out of their depth. If you're a leader in that position, be honest and speak up to your employers about the support and upskilling options. Not doing this is a fast track to burnout, even with all the good intentions in the world. However, it can be immensely hard to admit when you're out of your depth. That's why it's important for newsroom leaders to have safe spaces to discuss with their peers the challenges of modern leadership. Let's pick up on that thought with Anita Zialina, the Director of Strategic Initiatives at the Craig Newmark J School at CUNY. A fair bit to digest in that episode, and we've certainly covered a lot of ground when it comes to what's required from the modern newsroom leader. My main takeaway is that the industry seems to be waking up to the fact that being the know-it-all leader of the past isn't conducive to effective teamwork anymore. You need to learn to trust those around you and beneath you a whole lot more. Don't let toxic team members spoil your workforce either, whether it's other leaders or those in your team attempting to grab power. Newsroom leaders need to set the tone for a healthy work environment, which will in turn lead to better journalism. But what do you think? And what were your main takeaways from the event? I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can DM or tweet me at jpdujournalism or the wider team at journalism.co.uk at journalismnews. Another big thanks goes out to the International Journalism Festival for putting on a wonderful lineup in Perugia and allowing us to use their clips in this podcast. If you'd like to feature on the show or you've got another topic or story you want us to cover, do get in touch. I'm on jacob at journalism.co.uk. And finally, if you like what you heard today, you can check out more of our episodes on SoundCloud, Spotify and Apple Podcasts by searching and subscribing to the journalism.co.uk podcast. If you're a fan of the show, do leave us a review and a rating so others can discover these conversations for themselves. But that's all we have time for this week. I've been your host Jacob Granger. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.